You're listening to Brew with the Bennets, which is now available on Patreon. Would you like an extra episode every week available to you on a Tuesday and also early access to the normal episode? (laughs) Keep going! The normal episode, which comes out on a Sunday, you can access that on a Friday. This is all for the bargain price of £2 per month. If you would like to do this, then sign up now! Yes, sign up now! Sign up today! Welcome to the Brew Crew. My coffee looks weird. Well, it's, there's not much milk, is there? Mm. Not very nice. It's fine. Yeah. It's definitely decaf. Definitely decaf. Okay. I mean, you don't need full... It's not full bar. Yeah. Mine's full bar. Okay. We've started, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Brew with the Bennets. How are you? It is Monday, the 26th of June. 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 June, it's a hot one The again. summer solstice has been <sighs> and gone. Uh, we're on the countdown to Christmas, everybody. Um, Shut never. <laughs> when it starts getting darker, doesn't it, from this point onwards? and um, well, Not Christmas. Frankly, because I am still sweating from every orifice, yeah. the colder days will be very welcome. The problem is, darling, you've just done Zumba. You've come in and it's yeah. now pop, 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 popping out of you. Yeah, it is. Do you know that Claire Ann sent us a picture mm. uh, on Instagram mm. saying that she'd got a Playmobil plastic brush available? I saw. I uh, saw. For this top, is amazing. For your top lip. Please. It would be nice to just stop at the roadside. You know when the people, do you know when they wash your car for you or they That's try and wash your car? You could just pop your lip out at yeah. the traffic lights. And a man just comes along and squeegees. Oh, squeegees do you know what I can imagine? Right, it. get this one. I can imagine a borrower-sized fan, you know, like a, a natural fan, and I could just clip one to each nostril, like and, li- and it'd be just pointing t- down at my lip. So two tiny little rotor fans here, <laughs> yeah, and they're just pointing at my top lip. That would be bliss. Do you know what that would look like? Yeah, it'd look like a, a little uh, propeller plane. Yeah, well, you know, like when they have a swimming. Um, thing on their nose, yeah. a swimming clip. Yeah, it was just like that, but with two little rotating fans, just just aiming at the top lip there. Well, basically activated by Bluetooth, so you could do it on your yeah. phone and just <laughs> just uh, crank it up a so bit. So funny, Gemma, crank up the nostrils. Yeah, crank up the nostril fans. <laughs> Sitting so. in a coffee shop. Yeah. Ooh. What's that? I love it. It's my nostrils. <laughs> I'm afraid. Did you hear about the hornets? No. Right, so... We're going straight in with nature. Because basically, Liv's been bitten on her leg. Oh, it's a nasty bite. It's a nasty bite. You're a very bite... We're a very bitten family. Well, I don't (laughs) react like that. My dad does, though. Mm. So I wonder if it's... You know, come down in the jeans what, from that, that side. They not good. We're not good at biting. We're, we're not good, good at bites. prey. For what was it? Was it a? You know what I used to say when I was a kid? Don't get bitten by a horsefly. Yeah. Well, now, I don't know what it was. What I don't know was. if it was a spider or if it spider? was spider. Yeah, you can react to spider. No, bites. it'll be a gnat or a mozzie. Okay. Where well, has anyway. she been? Has she been anywhere near water? Well, mm, there's a lake at a school. Has she been anywhere near? Undergrowth. I don't know. 
Right. Always worry about Lyme's disease. It's not Lyme's. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> she you do. She, you have to get bitten by a reindeer for Lyme's, don't you? Not by a reindeer. Tick. Oh, no. It's the reindeers bitten that by have... a reindeer? <laughs> do you know Fucking what I've... Fucking hell. Just reindeer chowing down on your car Do you know muscle. what I've thought of? Oh, uh, do, you know, do you know what I got... Hey, Bambi! <laughs> Bambi. Do you know what I got confused about? Go on. It's because a reindeer has the t- carries the ticks that give you Lyme disease. Yeah, yeah. So I was doing the old woman who swallowed a fly. Yeah. I was one back. I was yeah. like, don't get bitten by the tick. It's not a chain of bites. Yeah. So the tick bites the deer, the deer bites the, the human. human, the human bites the cow <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> what does the cow bite? Um, so yeah. Um, so she's got this awful bite on her leg she at the has. minute. So we booked her in doctors. I don't, I think we're panicking. I, d- I don't, I think we're overreacting, frankly. It was my friend yesterday. She was like, oh, that looks nasty. Did she say it looks like a hornet? No, she says that looks nasty. It looks like it's getting bigger and spreading. Oh God. Um, Do you but know when actually, people say my that logical you? brain is telling me it isn't spreading. Actually, it's getting better. But that said, uh, check it out. we've still got her booked into the old Dr. Rooney's. That bite looks and, like it's um, getting sick. I think she just needs probably some sort of hydrocortisone. Maybe she's going to turn into a... Is that even a thing? No, she'll need some antibiotic cream or something to take the bite down. I don't know what we're looking at here, but Mm. I think it'll be fine. But anyway, have you heard about the hornets? I haven't heard anything about hornets. So apparently... I've been away, mate. I'd... I don't know. What's I, don't, I, 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 don't, I leave England for 10 yeah. days. We get overrun by hornets. I don't like shit like this because it really does trouble my does brain. Does it worry you like locusts? Do you think it's the end of the world? Do you well, think no, that's... I just don't want any foreign beasts. Steady. No, I'm not saying foreigners. I'm saying foreign beasts. Good God, Gemma. So, um, uh, kicking off we'll with We'll put a, that as a out political... as a clip. I don't want no, any, any foreign, foreign beasts. beasts. Um, you know, like creepy crawlies coming this way. Yeah. Um, you know... Um, we're a very welcoming Western nation, but uh, when it comes to creepy crawlies, keep them. We keep don't them. want your spiders. I don't want your spiders. I don't want your hornets. Don't want none of it. Um, so I think <laughs> apparently them. a hornet that is prevalent in uh, other European countries yeah. um, has made its way to uh, How's our shores. Made its way. Well, they say they come made in suitcases, but that's bullshit. What? I they come it- in. So- in suitcases. I think it's because of warmer climes and they have made it over the channel and they are Breeding. here. They've been spotted in the southern counties and they are beastly. What do you mean beastly? If you get bitten by one of these badgers, you're going to know about it. And I don't like this. They've come over in suitcases. You That's know, why, I'm you... not a fan of the wasp anyway at, at the best oh, of times. No. But I can cope. The wa- I can cope. Do you know what the wasp is? It's a bee with bad PR. It, no, it's not B with a bad PR. It's a B with a fucking chip on its shoulder. I'll tell you it's what a, it is. It's a bad attitude B. I said I wasn't going to swear today and I've done it already. Yeah, it's all right. It's not all it's right. It's just how you it's talk, mate. Right. No, these people need to know what I live with. Um, it's, it's, a ba- it's got a bad attitude as a yeah. wasp. It's very arrogant, very rude, doesn't leave you alone. The bee always seems charming, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you not find that? Yeah. The well, wasp the bee's is like the underdog. The... He's working hard, making honey. But what's the um, wasp doing? For very little pay. And he's just, you know, he's he's a worker, isn't he, the old bee? Whereas the wasp? Whereas we know that the ecosystem would fail if we didn't have wasps. Which they is say ve- that. Which is very annoying. And flies as well. Hate flies. They can do one. 
Well, it's the I have got a chart chaos here. theory, though. If you get rid of them, I have got here the top five fly swatting. Um, Come apparatus. on to that in a minute. Um, but um, <laughs> save that gold. Yeah, we, so we go, are. So I, 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 these hornets. I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy about this at all. I saw a lad bible video the other day from Australia. Right. And these people are just living with deathly deadly spiders. In Australia. And, yeah, yeah, and all sorts of bloody creatures. You know, if you're having to check your bed before you get to sleep, it's not it's not relaxing. Do you know is the, it? do you know the not it's not the checking the bed one that I would be terrified toilet. about? It is lifting the toilet lid. Yeah. Massive spider in the pan. Yeah. Bite you on the arse. No, you need a poo, you'd be like, I'm not I'm not I'm not having a poo now. I'm never pooing again. Mm. Would you flush it? Try and flush it down? Wouldn't flush down because it'd jump out. Oh. Oh, no, thank you. I'd burn the house to the ground and leave. It's so bad. I'd isn't be like, it? the spider now owns the and house. And also, the other Definitely. night, I thought Liv had been sick because hey? I heard this. Oh! <laughs> Do you know what she'd done? She'd leapt out the shower because there was a daddy long legs in there and ran downstairs naked. She made all the floor wet and she came in here like she was. Pa- I said, Are you all right? Because I was like really worried. She went, there's a daddy long leg. I was like, are you kidding me? A daddy long leg. Are you actually kidding me? She's terrified. They both are. The amount of times I've gone out to that trampoline to remove a fly that is literally the size of a fucking... It's so annoying. ...stick insect's eyelash. I know. It's so annoying. And and sometimes she'll say, Danny, a spider. And I look and I go, where is it? I can't see it. Yeah. It's it's so so small. small. It's, I don't know when they got so neurotic. These kids are. I don't. I don't think I was a big. I know I was really scared of wasps when terrified. I was younger. I really was. I hated them. You know when they go sit still, don't mm. panic. And you remember that Michael McIntyre sketch, don't you? I am a wafter and a panicker. Mm. I waft and I, then I panic. I don't. I aggravate it and then I panic. The, what I don't like though is the fact that it never left you alone. It like it almost like as you tried to walk away, yeah. it would pursue you. Yeah, of course it did. And you go, well, I'm trying to do my Yeah, bit. I'm trying to walk away here from I'm the I'm doing argument. the right thing. I'm walking yeah. away. I'm yeah. walking away. Leave me alone. Yeah. Well, um so hornets are coming. Yeah. Not happy about and it. And there's nothing we can do. And there's I th- I thought that. I thought can we but how can you control pests like that? You can't. Mm. Once they're here, they're here to stay. They're making mate. babies and they are staying. So, do you think she's been bitten by a hornet? No, well. but it just led to the hornet story. <laughs> what a way to start! Straight off the bat with hornets. Do you want my top five fly swatting devices? We might as well have it now. I can mean, we, it's a strange do, start. Do, do, do. Can you do some chart music? Do, 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 do. No, we need proper chart music. That's terrible. Top five fly swatting yeah. devices. Okay, hang on Can I just tell you while you while yeah, you while you're filling this in? Yeah. My dad um loved a fly swat. I yeah. mean Roy lived for a fly swat. I think he used to invite the flies in just so he would have yeah. stuff to kill. Uh, so it was almost like a, it was a game. It was like fly hunting. It was a fly safari. Yeah. He was hunting flies. And we lived near a farm. And I swear my dad moved there because he liked hunting flies. This is it. This is what I'm saying. So he would he would stand. Can I just tell you what he would do? This is this is going to be the overriding memory of Roy when when he uh, you know when I'm when I'm when he's long gone and I'm going to be thinking what's the first thing you remember about your dad? Fly death management. Yeah. He would stand at the window. Gemma, he'd have a little handkerchief in his pocket, and this is what he'd do. Yeah. He'd get the handkerchief out like this, he'd go like that, and he'd blow his nose, 
And then he'd go up to the window like this. Yeah. And there's be a fly on the window, and he had he'd, he'd either he'd either go up like that, and then he'd go whack it with the handkerchief. Yeah. Straight back in his pocket. Get out. That is what I remember about Royston. He would do, or he would do the slow. You know how you get flies? You go slow, 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 quick. Yeah. He's Spl- got really good reflexes. Hasn't really he? good. It was like Mr. Miyagi, mate, but with a handkerchief. In at number five, head towel by bathroom interiors. Is that one of those? Yeah, it's a turban head towel. But I cannot mis- fa- fasten that to Sophia. The it thi- just falls off the, the thing back. The thing is, the, I, I, basic- the button could smash your window. Oh, this is what I was going to tell you. So I didn't tell you this at the time, but basically a fly swatting implement is something you can get your hands on, basically. Isn't it? You need to move quickly before you lose the well, location never get, of the never, fly. They never tell you they're coming. So the other day I was in the bathroom, they'd freaked out, grabbed a head towel. It got a button though at the back and I didn't realise I forgot about that. So I went for it because it had landed on the glass shower. You absolutely. You know what's prick. coming, don't you? Did you smash it? The button shattered into I bet about you thought ten you pieces. The glass at I thought first. I cracked the glass, Scott. I was at- Fly was dead, by the way. Fly was dead. Through, through, got fear. it. If- but I went, and it went shattered into ten pieces. This button. So not only can we not use the head towel anymore. Can I just say... I nearly smashed when the I shower. Go, when I go away... No, you were still here at this point. This house falls apart. No, it doesn't. If That's you, bullshit, if you, and I'll come back to it. Let me just make a note of that. Oh. Scott <laughs> thinks the house falls apart. <laughs> falls apart when he's not here. Don't have to write the full sentence, you weirdo. B-S. Listen, right, okay, we'll, imagine we'll come if, back to if that. you'd have come back to me and said, I've smashed the glass yeah, window. Yeah. How? Yeah. Smash the glass. They smashed an entire yeah. glass shower. Yeah. How? Yeah. A fly. Yeah. I'd have thrown you out the house. I know. Right, in at number four, a pillow. What? Right, so often... Too big. No, Too clumsy. depends which pillow you're on about. If it's quite a flimsy pillow or a thin, long, uh, decorative cushion. Now, you're in, on about a draft excluder. N- we can get mm, some purchase with that. I have used a draft excluder before. <laughs> You wanged on. But also, um, I think when I'm in the bedroom, if I'm in be- like getting Sophia to bed and she says, oh, there's something on the ceiling, I just literally <laughs> grab a cushion whoosh, and it's quite a good, you can just basically scoop and, and swat. Scoop and swat is right. what you do. Yeah. Uh, in at number three, a sports sock. So it can't just be a normal sock. Why sports? So when I've grabbed one of your long sports socks before, so they have quite a heavy bulbous foot area, okay, and a long calf area. To build up so you some can me- hold that mechanical advantage. You do get a bit of purchase. So you go full Ray Winston like a Absolutely. gangster. Fuck you, fly. I'll yeah, show you. That's a, it. Cut you up, fly. In at number two, an actual fly swat. We've got one of them. Got one. Uh, it's an extender. It's an extender. Yeah. Um, and the only problem with that is, is that... I think they see it coming. No, they don't. They don't. But because I think they it is feel ma- the breeze first. Because it is an actual plastic object, though. When Liv has a go with it, I'm like, oh, she's going to knock vases over. Yeah, yeah. She goes at it like, there's no sort of, there's no nuance with no. the fly swat. You've got to be, you've got to be aware of your surroundings, is what I'm going to say. And in at number one, can you guess what's number one? No. The old classic. Open a window. Tea towel. Bloody tea, tea towel. towel. <laughs> I tell you now. I tell you now. When you're drying more up. flies have succumbed to that tea towel than anything else in this house. Yeah. I am like 
uh, quick draw McGraw. It's almost like when you when you. I am just so good with a tea towel. It's almost like when you when you empty in the dishwasher is the yeah. time when the fly comes. Yeah, there's a few fuckers flying around now. I could get them. There's a tea towel over there. Don't. I tell you. Can I tell you, my mate Phil Newsom? Yeah. Do you know what yeah. he had? Go on. He had a spring-loaded gun, mm. and it had like the fly swap Did it? thing, and he used to shoot them. Oh, that's great! I remember I'd as like a kid. One of those. Do you know what he used to say? Yeah. Do you want to come round? He had an Xbox. He had yeah. a PlayStation. Yeah. We didn't play yeah. on the PlayStation. No. We went shooting. Yeah, yeah. We shot flyers. I have cajoled out the house before as well. Cajoled? Yeah. yeah. Is it cruel there though, Gemma? So the Just chart. because there's so many of them doesn't well, mean they should be allowed to Well, again, they them. say that they're integral to the uh, ecosystem because obviously they break down matter and, and bodies, I was going to say. Um, but um, yeah, they are, they're a pain in the arse. You open the window though, you, you show them the way out, they don't want to go. No, they don't. They just turn around and fly back in again that's stupid i did save a bee the other day he got trapped on the velux and uh save I, the bees yeah he opened it up and he, he went i heard him shout back thanks a lot <laughs> thanks a lot thank you would got, you have done it i got trapped i didn't know glass i thought i could fly through the glass would but i can't i didn't realize glass was solid sorry bye would you have done it for a wasp nope what would you have done just destroyed it. <laughs> what was that? That was me squashing it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I don't like the way they curl up when they you squash them. I hate them. I don't know. I, I feel, hate ya. I feel it's cruel. I feel like you can't say it out loud, though, because if what? they know you hate them. Oh, there's a fly on you there. <laughs> if they know you hate them, yeah. they will come for you. Wow. They know. So. You, the negative pheromone, they sense it and they are on you. Yeah. Have you had a good um, a good week? Well, good 10 days. T- 10 days. Yeah, okay, so let's do a rundown. 10 days, 10 nights without you. As soon as you left, I changed the bed. I love a fresh sheet what? when you're Hang not around. Hang on a minute. Yeah. As soon as I left, yeah, changed as soon the as bed. the wheels left the driveway, because you removed any trace of yeah, me. Because I love a fresh bed, and I knew I was having it all to myself. 10 days. And I loved Did it. Did you change it for your lover, though? No, obviously not. Um... Eight out of those 10 days were spent in that bed. Two of them were spent at Mags and Roy's because I had one weekend there and then the following weekend there. Um, So that was, the plus side was good having my own sleep and not being disturbed. That was good. I did miss you. Wow. Up until we had an argument over Zoom in front of the kids. Yeah. Right? So... (laughs) At that point, We had an argument from the... I was in the desert. Yeah, yeah. And I thought... Wow, he is an annoying dick. Uh, so you missed I me for six about days. That. I forgot he was annoying. <laughs> Momentarily, forgot he was annoying. And then you annoyed me. And then I didn't miss you that much. But then I started to miss you again after that. And um, what did I? What did we argue about over Zoom? Oh, it was. Do you yeah. want me to do this? No. Because you are in the wrong always. So do you want to do this or? <sighs> um, Shall we do this or Should not? We do it? Yeah. No, 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 let's not do it. Let's All not right. do it because you were in the wrong. Um, so, yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I did miss you. you I did, did miss you. But also, just to say, it did highlight to me that I also, it didn't feel any different to normal. So I think for people who have husbands who are at home in the evenings, as in they work a normal day pattern and they come home, I think you would really notice it, but because you're never here, (laughs) 
it really didn't oh, feel any different. How depressing. I know. It's like, it's not like I'm like, oh, there's nobody here to do the clubs at night and there's nobody here to help me make the dinner. And oh no, that's like normal. <laughs> so you didn't, what did you miss then? A presence? Um, I just missed checking in. Yeah. Checking in with you. What actual thing though? What, um, what things? Well, let's go back to this. Scott says <laughs> he thinks everything falls apart when he's not here. Yeah. So what did we miss? <laughs> yeah. Um, what? This is what you can't name. What did you miss? Name one thing you missed. I mean, um, call me quicker, Gemma. Oh, God. Um, Nothing. It, I missed... A, an overriding sense of security. I missed... Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just missed you. I missed you. But in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did. How about you? I didn't miss you. you missed the kids. I big didn't time. miss you. It was ten days. It's a, a long time. The thing is, actually, I've got um, you know, a few friends who were on their own. So I thought I can't moan to them. They're on their own all the time. Also, Claire Morel, husband was in the army. Friggin' hell, she did like when he was doing tours. She was on her own for like eight months. Yeah, so when you can't said, grumble about he's, ten he's years. He's gone away for ten days. She was like, he did ten months in Afghanistan, you yeah. wet fag. Yeah. Toughen up. Grow some love, grow some. I mean, she doesn't sound like that. Imagine no, she, Just grow some. He's in Dubai, you wet fag. No, but the thing is, like I say, I think, you know, if, you, if you're used to like a very sort of um, balanced share of jobs and, and responsibilities, you're going to feel it. But I didn't feel it at all. <laughs> You're like <laughs> anyway, it's a good to know. Share of responsibility. Do you know and what? I didn't feel it at all. Do you know what I did think though? I thought I don't think I could go away for ten days. I would feel so worried about the kids. Not because I don't think you could look after them. You'd be all right. You'd get there in the end, I think. <laughs> but I could just imagine like morning one with me being gone, with me in Dubai. Where's everything? <laughs> Where is everything? Where's everything? Where's where's uniform? When do you do your teeth? When do you get up? When do you have breakfast? What do we do next? How do I get you to school? Have I got to stay with you at school? What are you doing after school? When do you get picked up? What club have you got? When's this? When's that? Um, oh, I've forgotten to put you in your PE kit today. Oh, you've got cooking. Oh, da, 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 da. I, that's the stuff I would worry you about. You wouldn't have even left the driveway. Oh, shit, then. I've not put any washing in for five days. You've got nothing to wear. You're going to have to go to school naked. I forgot to put washing on. I forgot to dry it. I forgot to fold it up. I forgot to put it in your drawers. I forgot to make your bed. Do, 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 do. do you know what I mean? That's the stuff I would worry about. Oh, we've got no food. I didn't go shopping. I forgot to order a shop. Do, 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 do etc and i think <laughs> i think that's the stuff i would really worry about but the the point is is that if i was away you would have to do it and you would do it and i think you'd be all right mm. but i think and tell me if i'm wrong when you go away i bet you don't worry once about any of that does it ever occur to you that it's not gonna run no no and i think that's really liberating it must feel nice to know that you think she's got this it's all right they're gonna be all right it is comforting to know that if I was ever wiped out, <laughs> it would have absolutely no impact. Because essentially, when you're in Dubai for 10 days, you've got nothing to worry about other than yourself. No, have you? No. So nice food and just working. You just wrote, didn't you? Typed. <laughs> That's what you did. A lot of this. A lot of this. 
You are right, though, because I think by day three, Sophia would be wearing the wrong size pants, well, uh, wrong size clothing. Yeah. She'd be going to school in a tutu and a bin bag. Yeah. It'd be an absolute shit. Do you shit. know what was cute, though? She did a little chart where she crossed off the days to daddy coming home. Mm. But I've noticed that day she five, she stopped, stopped doing it. <laughs> Yeah, she did. <laughs> I had a look at it the other did day. Yeah, yeah. Because I thought yeah. she, she basically did it to make me feel guilty and that she was so yeah. sweet. And then by day five, she went, he's coming back. So this prick will be here before we know it. What, he's away? Forgot. Forgot he was away. Day five, she gave up. Yeah, she gave up. So five days. She'd, she'd become acclimatized to it. <laughs> yeah. Who yeah. is he again? Yeah. I was like, daddy's calling on Zoom. Yeah, can I just finish watching this program? Yeah, none yeah. of them. Liv didn't even come down. She did. That's bullshit. She did miss you. They did miss you. They did miss you. That's not. Well, that's not temperature. She's obsessed with temperature at the moment. That girl. Who? Liv. Yeah, she is. What's she hates on? the heat. Yeah, hates heat. She's obsessed with it. What temperature is it, Daddy? It's going to be twenty tomorrow. She said it's going to be twenty tomorrow. That's twenty. That'd be all right. That climbing down. It'll be all right. It's climbing down. I said, don't. I won't bank on it, Lord. She's monitoring the climate. It's very like humid. A- Meteorologist. Yeah. I think she was counting down to the fact that she knew I was going to bring her a present. I think that was the initial. Well, do you know what? I think you might be right there. <laughs> they were so excited about, Daddy's bringing us something back. Oh. And then Sophia was like, is he here yet? And I was like, no. And I looked on um, Find My iPhone so I could see you were at, um, on, just coming off the M1 at the, what's it? And um, I was like, he's just off at the M1 junction. And she says, how long? And I was like, ooh, probably five minutes. And then she's like, how long now? I was like, ooh, I think if we just coming past co-op. Oh, how long? I was like, minutes, a minute, probably. I said, go and stand near the window. And then she was like, he's here. Stood in a vest and pants. What have you got me? <laughs> I gave up on day five. Yeah, yeah. I love how she just stopped such, stopped the pining. Wow. Yeah. You got back about 10 minutes before Elton John was going to kick off at Oh, can I just talk about Dubai first? Oh, right. Sorry. Yes, go um, on. Yeah. So uh, it was obviously 10 days out there, but I, I, on the first weekend, you sent me a Father's Day card message yeah. to the hotel. So we emailed the hotel and we said... Yeah. It was um, so sweet. Our, fa- our father. Our father. Our father who, who art, art in, in heaven, heaven, who art in Dubai. Um, I said, um, my husband's in Dubai staying at your hotel. Um, and the kids are going to miss him on Father's Day. So would it be okay if you could just pop him something in his room? I said, I don't mind paying. Just a little token, little gesture to say that we're thinking of him. No token, no gesture. They just did a typed... I've got I didn't. Give, I didn't give them this message. They've created, they this, created message. this message. Yes, they did quite well. Because obviously we, we'd given you your card... So I wanted them to put maybe a, a tray of chocolates, maybe a, a croissant for breakfast to say yeah. happy Father's Day, you know, from everybody at they home. They don't have Father's Day. I know they don't. But even so, I was like, I did ask for some sort of gesture <laughs> and they just typed out a note to you, it which read, Dear Bennett. <laughs> Bennett. Because we always call you that. They were calling me Bennett. Daddy or, Bennett. Or Mr. Scott. Or Shoe. Oh, or is it Shklou? They call me Shklou. I said in Starbucks in uh, mm. Dubai. What name is it, please? Scott. 
School? They, I said, I said Scott, and they went. They looked, and I went, they haven't got this. No. And they just thought, they just so they just latte put, for school. Sclue. Yeah. How is Scott Sclue? Don't worry about sclue. it. Sclue. Don't worry about they it. They just thought he looks like a Sclue. This yeah. guy. Um. So they put dear Bennett. Bennett. Yeah. Dear Bennett. That's it. We did like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I have the best dad and I love you so much. Wishing you a happy Father's Day on this... Happy Father's Day on this day and wishing you happiness and sunshine for the coming year. Like they're not going to see me. Yeah. Thanks for all you are and all you do. Did they improvise that? Yeah. That's pretty good. It's pretty good, isn't it? It's pretty good. I don't think I'd have written that. That's more genuine than you. Well, it's it's not genuine. It's it's bollocks. But that felt on. more genuine yeah, than. You know, I mean, we we are grateful for your work from your lovely family yeah. from UK. Yeah. Happy Father Day. But that does sound like you've got a UK family and a Dubai family, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> from from. So yeah. this is from the UK tribe. Yeah, the yeah. one from your mistress yeah. is coming. The one you send the money to in UK. Yeah. She's she's there. From your lovely family from UK. The daughter mm. missed you for five days, remember? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was dead sweet, yeah. actually. And he was there in the hotel. And I thought, oh, at least they... Did they pop it under the door? Yeah, it was Aww. under the door. And um, yeah, so I was out there for 10 days. And it was dead nice, but it's becoming uncomfortably hot there. Yeah. So, so June hot. is quite... It's quite it's hot. biting, yeah. quite searing heat. And I had that weird, I said to you, I think I um, had that weird sensation. Was it heat stroke? I think I had a bit of heat stroke. It was like that uh, last two days, I was like, I felt like the floor was bouncing. That's weird. And I had this weird sort of vertigo. And That's it, weird. And it's heat. Yeah. But I think I made the mistake of trying to go, like, I went on the treadmill and that for 20 minutes a day just to try and stay fit. But right. you forget the humidity. Yeah. Like you, 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 oxygen. As soon as you get your glasses out your pocket, they steam up. You know, Ooh. that's how humid it is. That's weird. It's like <clears throat> oppressive, yeah, sort of heat. Um, I thought it'd be dry heat in the desert. No, it's very hum. It's very the humidity. Right. So there's a couple of things to note that I quite have, have, have written down about the trip. Yeah, go on. Do you then. want to know? Yeah. Um, there was a guy in the airport lounge coming back. This is laid in the airport lounge. Fully snoring, oh, waiting God. for the flight at the gate. That's incredible. How can... That's incredible. What do you mean? To be just lying there yeah. snoring. Can you... What... You must have been so tired. What blew my mind is, who can sleep publicly like that to the point where they're snoring? I might be able to do that. Really? Yeah. I think I could. Well, well... <clears throat> I mean, the interesting thing is, is it, I noticed they did it in, in Dubai because it's very safe. I said to you... Yeah. Someone went into Starbucks and left their laptop and their phone yeah. on the table yeah. in the street yeah. and went in for 10 minutes. To toilet. Yeah. Probably number two. Probably number two, but no one. <laughs> I mean, I never asked, but no one took it. Is it safe or is that just a it's, perception? It's safer because they don't just risk being arrested. They get deported and their family gets deported. Is this a fact or is this Scott fact? Well, that is the that is the fear that when I talk to people there, that's the reason why the crime rate is How quite low. How many people did you talk to about it? Four. <laughs> <laughs> but it is... It's fe- like I want verification of these facts. No, it felt safer. Four. I don't know the chief of police, but it felt safer. I think it's a bit... You did of a, meet a police officer, It was a bit you? of a dictatorship. That was funny. Yeah. So there's always that underbelly of mm. sort of you feel like... Yeah. It could, it, you feel, how can I say this? 
You feel like you're under a regime, yeah. but you're not. Yeah. It's quite a weird country. Yeah. You've got freedom. Yeah. And you don't have to, you don't have to, you can say what Is you... Is it a democracy? No, it's a dictatorship. You can still be arrested for insulting the sheikh. You know, whether they follow through on that, I don't know. If you walk down around the Burj Khalifa with a banner saying, I hate the sheikh, yeah. I think you would probably be arrested. Yeah. And deported. Mm-hmm. It's the deporting of it. It's, do you know what it is? Because there's no um, benefit system or healthcare and it's all money, if you're deported, you lose it. If you lose your job, you lose everything. Yeah. So that's why no one drink drives. What is the rule on alcohol? So they can drink. It's really expensive, right? You can drink in public places. You can drink in public It's very expensive, but drink... What about Muslims? Well, it's, it's not a dry country. You can drink in hotels. But Muslims don't. Well, there's some that are strict and there's some that aren't. I think mm. it's a lot more chilled out than it used to be. I think yeah. they've got a long way to go. I think they've got issues with other, you know, stuff. LGBT and stuff. I think yeah. there's issues there. But I think eventually it'll catch up. Yeah. It felt more westernised. I'm sure if you look at Dubai now and look at it years ago. Well, when I went, I went as a child in 1993. I don't know if we've said this on the pod, but I, my uncle lived there for 20 odd years because he worked for Conoco. Do you live in Dubai? Yeah. Well, yeah. I yeah. thought it was Jakarta. No, he lived in Jakarta as well. Ah. So he lived in Dubai for 20 odd years near Jumeirah Beach. Um, and then he moved to Jakarta. No, Singapore, then Jakarta, then Perth. Jesus. Then. He got some stamps on that passport. Oh, he got some stamps. He got stamps. Um, and then he, so when he was in Dubai, because we were poor, <laughs> um, we could never have afforded, we'd never been abroad, never yeah. been on a plane. And you've been plunged into the desert. And then he said, we're going to pay for James and Gemma to come out to Dubai to see us. So we were 12, no, my brother was 11 and I was 13. I remember my mum asked my brother first because she knew I'd be like, yes, yes, I want to go, I want to go. But my brother was a bit more timid. And she thought, I'm not asking you first because you will say yes and then you'll it'll make your brother feel like he's got to do it. Yeah. And of course, this was a huge thing for my mum and dad. They were like sending our kids on an aeroplane across the world. Into a desert. To Dubai. Yeah. Not traveling with them. I mean, it was just a freaky, it's proper, weird like, thing. Kevin home alone, isn't it? Was it was weird. So anyway, um, my brother went, yes, I'd love to go. So then we had to get passports. I remember my mum taking me to BHS to get some summer clothes. BHS. Yeah. And um, they had to send us with some spending money, which in itself, my mum said it really stretched them. Because they had to like get money. So they dropped you off at what? Gatwick. Gatwick. So, so they, they drove to, drive to Gatwick. Us down to Gatwick Airport. They could take you to the gate in those days. Yeah, they took us to the gate and then we had a chaperone on the Emirates And they flight. just waved you off onto a yeah. flight. And my mum was really... How old, how old was your brother? 11. And how old was you? 13. You see, imagine that, waving Olivia I know, off. now, on a plane. Yeah. Weird. And then... Um, and so my brother, my mum was really worried about my brother. She was like, I hope he's going to be all right. And he gave her a tissue. This was the joke that he did. And um, he says, don't open it until I've gone. And it just went, so long, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> were you in business? Um, I don't, I can't remember. I bet you were, you I know. can't even remember. All I remember was we were, um, we'd all, they'd ordered us adult meals and not kids meals. And it was something like, I think we had tiramisu and it was really horrible. 
And yeah. I was really gutted. I wanted just like ice cream or something. On the plane? Yeah. Yeah, but it's shit food anyway. Well, Emirates is pretty Look good. Look at you with your standards. I know. Look at those two like of one of my so... only memories. And then when we got to Dubai, it just felt like the best two weeks of our lives. Yeah. Because Joan and Les were always the cool auntie and uncle anyway. It was like they were so cool. Yeah. And they lived. They were the ones you waited for at Christmas. Oh, for the and, and they lived this exciting life. Yeah. There was jet setting. Yeah. And, yeah. and then they picked us up from the airport in the big four by four. And then we got to their house. And it was this huge villa with aircon. And you know, when you just like as a kid, it blew our minds. Yeah, yeah. And it was like. And your mum and dad are driving back from Gatwick <laughs> in the rain. So long, suckers. <laughs> and they were eating beans on toast because they've had to scrape together some spending money. Sell the house, Jim. And then. Um, they took us to the gold suits. We bought mum and gold earrings. She's still got them. And um, we bought all counterfeits uh, cassettes. I remember buying the Rocky Four soundtrack and uh, Dirty Dancing soundtrack. So we did a bit of piracy. Yeah, a bit of piracy. <laughs> what a whistle. Um, I love that. But, but, yeah, but stocked up on all of them. Hooky gold yeah, and piracy. And videos, you know, because it was yeah. videos back Jones then. Jones pirated videos. They That's... took us to see Duran Duran. There was a Duran Duran concert in the desert. We went to see that. You must have gone November time. No, April. April. Um, We went in the, on the, in the wadis so we went on a two-day trip through the wadis can i just say at the moment you're shitting on my 10 days in dubai Uh, (laughs) uh we went through all the wadis and uh drove through which was so exciting like you you're driving on these like edge of these like canyon sort of canyon style what do you call it? Sand dunes. No, not sand dunes. They're like carved out in the mountains and they're like driving on the edge like of the mountain. It was Les driving. Yeah. And it's like, we, it went, we went with you. loads of people. We went with Paulie's mate and stuff, I think, and Linda, I think, came along. Or Lorraine and Steve. <laughs> and anyway, You know all the names And still. then we went to... Um, Paul, Lorraine, Stinder, Steve and Linda. Yeah. Of course, Linda. Very scared well, on the edge. Well, they're still friends with all of them. Linda sadly passed away, but Paul's still going Lorraine, strong. Lorraine, hold on. And um, yeah, and we went through all the wadis and we got to Snoopy Island. What the fuck is that? And Snoopy Island looks like Snoopy lying on his back. Right. Yeah. And we went snorkeling. He took a snorkeling there. I mean, it was just, I can't even believe we did it now. It's like a dream. Oh, did you know you were? Every day we went to where he worked, which was called DPC. And it like had, had an, an out- Attenborough expedition. It had an outdoor pool. And we just used to sit by the pool. And then Jonah buys lunch and drinks and went out to restaurants at night. It was just a dream. <laughs> it was a dream. Yeah. It feels like a dream. So the point was, I don't know where, I mean, that was a lovely little... Uh, well, actually, my point was... How it's changed. That I don't think I would recognise Dubai now. No. Because there was none of them big skyscrapers when I well, was there. I, I, there was no shopping mall. Oh, oh, no, there was one shopping mall and it had like a, a massive carving out of sand. You know when they do those sand mm. sculptures? I remember that. Well, I, re- I said, because that was my first thing. I mean, can I go back to the sleeping man? Oh, yeah, go, we back, go to back to... S- to I've oh, really railroaded your story. It's all I? right. It's all right. Go on then. Go, go, go. No, I mean, the point you make about Dubai is yeah. what I said in uh, when, I come in, when I did the gigs. I said, that last time I was here was in 2019 yeah. or a thousand skyscrapers ago. Yeah. I said, because literally you go out, you go and take a piss, you yeah. come out, there's two new ones. Yeah. There's no, there's no such thing about planning permission. No. There isn't planning permission. So they just go... Are they go, safe? Well, yeah, but they... they f- well, what, what's the building regs out? There is... Uh, well, they just throw them up, don't they? 
there's a bit there's a bit of dusty land. They go dig, and then you, before you know it, it's like I said. It, it seems to have no strategy. It seems like every building looks different. Do you know what it reminds me? Are they me? safe though? Yes. Could they be blown they're, over? No, they're well engineered. They're good engineers. Okay. They're they're good builders. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I mean, they they don't just make them out of. Fucking perspex. No, know. I'm just thinking that if they're on a sandy sort of well, no, they buttons dig, and they then they're just going to start deep. sinking. But then, like I just said, it's not really a strategy. It's like a hyperactive child mm. with the video game Sims. Yeah. You know, just pressing build, build, yeah. build, build, yeah. build. And there's like buildings that look like Swiss cheese. There's yeah. buildings like... And, but everything's individual. Mm. So it's like, it's it's mad. But it all feels... It all feels like, I think Dubai's got a weird feeling where it feels like everyone I spoke to, I said like, because there was loads of Brits there I was chatting yeah. to who had moved out for work yeah. after the gigs. And I was like, do you like Dubai? And they're like, yeah. I was like, do you, do you think you'll stay here? Mm. No one commits to it full time. And I think Is it's- Is it a it's, passing through kind of I place I think it's then? a bit of a facade though. I, it feels like it's- Well, all, Les was there 20 years. I know, but it feels like it's all a front. So you feel like it's a set and that behind it is a bloke just sweeping up. That's what I feel like. I it feel feels like, like it's, it's not the real fake. world. It's well, it's because it's so money orientated, and at the moment, all the new jobs are like influencers, and there's a lot of new mm. money coming through. Like years ago, it used to be oil and finance. Now it's new media and tech startups. So a lot of these Brits are coming over there, and they get a really good deal. You know, it's a mm. beautiful place to live mm. most of the year. July, to, June to August, I think it's quite. Well, my brutal. uncle Les always used to come home then. Yeah, because it's, it's like living. On Too the sun, up. it's yeah. just like your flip flops are melting. He said it used to melt the um, traffic lights. Well, I went down to take a picture, and I put my knee down near the Burj Khalifa, and I singed the hairs off my knee. God's sake! They, they say what they do is they fry an egg on a car bonnet around this time of year. Mm. That's a thing they do, like to show how hot it is. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely feels. I like it, but there's a weird. There's a lot of plus points. Like I, I saw people walking around at midnight, women on their own walking round. Yeah. You wouldn't get that in Nottingham or in the, you know. I think you would. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, you would. Not the same. Would. Uh, I disagree. Would. <laughs> Stop <laughs> being contrary. Okay, sorry. I think the, fa the fact that they can deport you is enough of a deterrent. Yeah. I still want to have some more evidence about this deportation thing. Yeah, I'm not point. sure about the deportation. No, thing. but that's why they don't drink drive mm. because they know that it, it's the impact of it. No, they have quite a zero tolerance and they can bin yeah. you out the country quite easily. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Isn't there a massive divide between like class in terms Lo of like yeah. very so the, poor the and very rich. the locals sort of walk right there don't work they're mm. just going shopping malls they're wealthy they're related to the oil sort of families it's all the people who were working there are filipino indian uh where else are they coming from uh philippines yeah. uh, pakistan um uh, they're, they're the migrant workers who are propping yeah. that country up yeah and i'm not sure entirely how ethical it is yeah but yeah, it's a strange. It's I enjoyed it, and and I, it was just a bit of a weird. Yeah. It's a weird place. Yeah, I can't put my finger. It's unlike anywhere else. What about the audiences? Oh well, let me just tell you that. Back to the snoring man. Oh yeah. So yeah, go come. I, I'm jumping around a bit with yeah, this. Yeah, it's all right. It's just not really going. cohesive, is it? it? Don't matter. But yeah, he, he's this guy slept in the airport. But that's why I think you can sleep because he knows no one's going to take anything. Yeah. So he's just, but he's full on snoring loud really committed and i and i thought oh i real feel sorry for who's, who he's going to sit next to 
Oh, it was him. Mm. The snorer. Snorer. Did he carry on? Yeah. Got on the plane. Oh. I'm sat next to him. Do you know the most annoying thing? He was in the wrong seat. How do you know? Because the air hostess came up and says, can you move? Because uh, I think you're in the wrong seat. Can you see your ticket? And he went, I'm not moving. I'm comfortable now. <gasps> Refused to oh, move. Could you not have said, I'll go in his seat? No, because his seat was <coughs> then taken by someone else. So they moved people around. But I was like, mate, you need a sn- uh, this, this. You can't inflict this on me. And then, so it was a race for me to try and get to sleep before he did. And you didn't. And I didn't it. make it. And he's going. Arr! So were you in the middle? Yeah, and I was in the the middle seat. Who Shit. was the other person? Quiet. There was a guy on the other side, silent. He was there okay. was a gap, luckily, between us two. So it four seater then? Yeah, so there was a gap between us two, so we could share that one. Yeah. But then I had old snorry trousers next to me. Oh, and Scott. and I didn't have an armrest. So you know when you like You didn't have an armrest. No, because the middle the middle is the rule is I think the rule is the unsaid rule is if you're in the middle you get both armrests. Yeah. The person, if you're on the end, you get one armrest. Yeah. He won't play in that game. He wanted a bit of my armrest. So oh, every now and then there was a passive hell. aggressive slide. Oh. So I then slid in behind his. And then I was trying to slide. And then he's going. I don't like And this I guy. could hear it over Top Gun. Over Top Gun Maverick. Over the sound of jet engines and MiG fighters. I could hear. Oh, and every gosh. time I move me, I, I, he, he eventually then he, he put. I don't a, like the sound of this. He put a mask on, yeah, a, a mask, and I thought, oh, that might help. Yeah. No, it just amplified it. This is awful, Scott. Uh, but, I'm uh, so sorry. I know. And then, but then he sort of. It's it's a weird one because we were sort of fighting for the armrest a little bit. Um, Dreadful. And then he he woke up, yeah, because they brought him his dinner, uh-huh, uh-huh. and then he sort of he was awake. And so yeah. I ate really fast and then tr- tried to get to sleep. And yeah. I managed to get to sleep before he did so that I could beat the snoring. Right. But I've decided, I think on, <clears throat> on planes, there should be a snoring section. I think it should be like smoking. It used to be in the 80s where you. they say they go, like you're I checking in, you. they go uh, uh, snoring or non-snoring. Yeah. Yeah. And you go, I snore. Okay. They put you all in one section and just lock you off. Emirates, never flown Emirates. You flew Emirates when yeah, you went. Yeah. It's quite interesting, isn't it? I thought it was lovely, but I it mean, was. that's 30 years ago. Yeah. 93, 2003. Yeah, 30 years ago. Do you know what they've Piss got now? Me. Do you know what they've got? Go on. On the tellies, mm. in certain se- uh, each section, yeah. there's a front on GoPro camera at the front of the plane. Oh, that's so good. So you can see as you take off oh, and as you land. Oh, that's you can... good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it's like you're pretending you're flying. Oh, that's good. You can flick to it on your machine. Oh, I like that. Do you like that? I really like that. There's nothing to see when you're in the air. It'd be worrying if you did. Like, well, it's just See cloud, another plane. You go, there's another cl- plane! What do you see? Just literally it's sky. Cloud. It's cloud, white, white out. But then as you're coming into land, you start Ooh, to see the country from above. They flick it on and you were like, I'm on the nose cone. That is so You like good. that, don't I you? I like that a lot. Mm, good feature for Emirates. Very nice feature. They were very focused though, the the uh, hostess, the, what they call the cabin crew. Cabin crew. They were like Terminators, mate. I'm not sure. Smart. 
Well, hats. De- determined. They had a hat and a scarf. They have the hat on. scarf thing, and then yeah. the guys wear suits. But yeah. they on the the other thing is about plane seats, right? And I'm sure other people have talked about it. Mm. The middle, you get two armrests. Yeah. No one believes that. So you get you get one armrest, and you have a shit, and you can't go anywhere. You're yeah. boxed in. Yeah. When you need a piss, you got to tell someone to get. Yeah, up. It's, it's a sh- it's the shittest seat. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, the end seats are all right, but then you get the elbow smack by the. The cabin crew. Yeah. And depending on how good... And Where were you on the way out? The way out, I had an end seat and a seat free next to me. So it was right. quite good. Ooh, Decent nice. leg room. But in the middle? N- no. At the end you were? Oh, no, in the middle, yeah. Were you the middle? Because I think then the best one then is window. Yeah. Although you've got to disrupt people to get out, mm. you're boxed in and you can lean on the window. Yeah, you can lean. But when, when they were coming past with the trolley, it kept smacking me elbow and they never apologised. You should put your elbow in, really. No, but you can't. I yeah, mean, you when can. you're tired, no, it's like, look get, at you. Get your elbow in. Get your elbow in. I'm like chicken wings. They no. splay. You shouldn't be in you the aisle. You splay. No, there should be nothing in the aisle. <laughs> look at you. Yeah. You would take a plumb line you should, from the side of that you seat. You should have your elbow well tucked. You would be a bitch as an aerostat, <laughs> wouldn't you? They were, can I just say, too brisk. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm I'm not knocking it. It's a tough job. Yeah. But they were like, do you know yeah. when the Terminator? Efficient. Do you know the other Terminator? So, but they were creating a breeze when they walked past you. Ooh. That's how fast they were. They were quick. They were quick. Ooh. But I thought that's a that's a hijack run. That feels like an Did emergency. It alarm you? Yeah, because it was like an alarming speed. Yeah, this wasn't happy at work speed. This, this was, no, but they this are was purposeful. I am not knocking them because they were brilliant. They don't stop. Do they, they don't stop. It's up, down, up. And down, how many? Up. How big is the plane? It was massive. Seven four seven, both ways, full, big plane. Two engines or one? Two. No, I mean on the wing, double or single. <laughs> one engine. I thought yeah. you meant just one engine. No, you twat. One big engine yeah. that we were all sat yeah. on the top of. No, yeah. it was two engines, but it was yeah. a big plane. Yeah, big. Seven, six, seven. I don't know my planes. I don't either. You asked me so many... In- I like detail. But it's inconsequential details. Imagine we're talking in the pub. You wouldn't put someone down and go, how many engines no, though? But, no, I would. Would I you? I would, yeah. You saddo. I love asking about Imagine planes. going for a drink with you. Do you know what? Sal and Paul went on a uh, Airbus, uh-huh. massive bastard it was, yeah. and they got upgraded to upstairs. Upstairs at the back, <gasps> and they had a little two seats all on their own, oh, loads of legroom, like a private jet. Oh. How did they get upgraded there? They just said they were a bit uncomfortable, and they said, "Come with me." They're a bit uncomfortable. Yeah, I come, should have pulled that on. Like, come with me. Come with me. Yeah. Get in with the pilot. This way, my daughter. I'm, I try that. I'm a little uncomfortable. Do you know what they just said to me? Yeah. Sorry. Suck it up, pal. Press recline and shut your face. Yeah. Recline and shut it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think middle seat's the shittest seat. Can we just rank that? Middle seat shittest. Yeah. End, ends next or yeah. end window? End aisle? If I went my top three, I'd go middle shit. Second option would be end aisle. First option would be window. Window, but then... What happens if you need a wee? You have to get everyone up. I don't mind that. Can I just say, never wee on a plane. Why? I did eight hours with no wees both ways. That's not normal. Mac a bladder, mate. That's not right, though. Before I get on the plane, do a big horse piss. Clear it out. Drain the main vein. Drain it. Drain the main No, I'm sorry. I, I don't think that's normal. No. You it... should have had a waz on the plane. I couldn't go. Why? I don't know. Now you've said it. Hmm. As soon as I landed, I needed to. I had to run. 
I'm not surprised. You see, I'd have had to go for a little tinkle before I got off because I wouldn't want to get stopped in her passport control in a situation where I couldn't have a way. Oh, that's one thing you can do on what? that plane. What? I've got to mention this. Seat-to-seat phone calls. Seat-to-seat phone calls. Did you know that was a thing? But that's You've got pointless. a little handset. Isn't that pointless? Yeah. Pointless. Who's doing that? Who's ringing someone? Unless. Did you just want to ring a random? I wanted to ring a random seat. 43. Hello? Is that seat number 43? Yeah. Yes. Just want to say you look great. This is seat number 22. Does anyone want to swap with just a... Just saying hello? Does anyone want to sn- swap with a snoring bastard? Yeah. Anyone? I just, I just think it'd be really good to ring someone in first class and just go... You enjoying it, That's a bit like in a hotel when you have phones and you could ring another hotel It never room. occurs to you that you can randomly dial, does it? But you just never want to ring another room, no. really, do you? But this Even is... if you're in a hotel with other people. You don't have to pay for this thing either. Ring. It's free mm. to ring another seat. Yeah. But then I would just think it would be first-class people mm. winding up people in economy. Because oh. you could just ring and go, I've got too much room. Yeah. I've just had eight hours of sleep. What are you having for your dinner? Oh, you're having the basic, are you? We've got smoked salmon. <laughs> yeah. Listen to this. Ting, ting, ting. Proper crystal Real letters. Cutlery. Yeah. What have you got? Aisle, window, middle. Yeah. I've got my own pod, you peasants. The hotels were lovely, but we moved about a lot. So we I did. packed and unpacked and I you packed did. and unpacked and I yeah, packed. That's and, I, and I think, I've said this before, something happens in hotels. You just start to live slobbily yeah it's a weird yeah so there's a there's a sign that you can press that says yeah. no housekeeping coming in yeah don't come in yeah and i started to press that yeah. after the third day because i was like don't I want you to see how i live no because once they went in on the first day this is no dis no, yeah it, they're lovely yeah but they folded my pants and oh i don't want that i don't want you touching my boxer shorts well you won't wish that i on don't anyone. even touch yeah them. you won't wish that on anyone i'm you? throwing them off the balcony mate they're yeah, not coming you back you wouldn't wish that on your worst enemy would you imagine that what did you do i fold the englishman's pants why do you left them on the floor well because i didn't know they were coming i didn't know you had to press a button to say no even if i was on my own my pants would not you be on would the floor. you live in a hotel like you live in your old house your own house yes i, I live like a rock star on their final weekend <laughs> You're do you know like when they do you know when they find them either dead in the no, bath you do that or dead home. dead on the floor like yeah. this there's towels wet towels yeah. i have like a little trail of towel 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 you are a mucky and then shit I, you are and there's stuff everywhere <laughs> you're there's such what, a slob it's terrible i, I did because then I, and you were brought up so neat so neat mm. is it a rebellion i think it is i think no because it's i live is badly it chaotic mind i think it is and then but then i, I pull it all together Don't on the final it. day and i leave yeah. it immaculate but for those few days i live like like i say like a rock star on there ah, their last weekend acceptable. you know when they, they show the crime scene yeah. photos and they think oh god something went wrong here it's sort of stuff scattered everywhere it's not good and i was given a i was i probably saw the video balcony oh you didn't like that, did you? I get the wobbly legs, Yeah, Jenna. I know, I know. Some people sit out on the balconies. Not for me, mate. Not for me. Even you? I, I'm, I'm not a fan. It's the glass balcony. Not a fan of that, mate. Sorry. Not Sorry. Me. I don't even like how high up I, you were. I went. And I don't trust I the foundation, so I, don't, 15, I feel like it's going to go over. I wasn't even the highest. 
15 stories up, glass balcony, because I was one day, right? Oh, speaking of housekeeping, one day I was sat there. She caught me unawares. I hadn't put the do not disturb on. Yeah. It wasn't too bad. I wasn't full rock star mode. Okay. It was day one. So there was one, there was one pant, yeah. one pant. One pant. Just, yeah. which I said, I'll deal with that pant. One set of pants. She came in and she said, oh, can I clean the room? And I said, yes. So then I, you don't know what to do. Mm. What do you, where do you sit? You clean for the cleaner, don't you? Well, no, where do you sit? You don't sit and watch. Or you no, don't get out the way. I just stood in the corner facing the I stood the wall. on the balcony. Oh. But then I realised I'm scared of the balcony. Yeah. Did so, you hold on tight? So I stood on the balcony, but I stood with my back yeah. to the patio but, door. Yeah, and yeah. I think she looked through the window at one point and thought, what's he doing? Yeah. I must have looked terrified. Nervous. It was like this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pinned to the balcony. Yeah, like, that's horrible. Just letting her clean. And then I thought she'd finished. And then I popped my head up and she was still going. Yeah. And then she said, I, I'll clean the balcony. And I, and I and you know you know when you're scared of heights. I've had this before. Yeah. You're scared of heights for other people as well. Yeah. It's not just you. No. Because then I was like, you don't need to do that. Oh, this is fine. Yeah. And she went, no, I have to clean the balcony. She strode up to it, mate, like it was on the ground floor. She had she was buffing the top. Oh, she no. had her arm leaning over, no, leaning no, over like no. this, buffing the glass. Not happy. Brilliant. But like buff, 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 buff. Mm. She was like, and then she came back in. I just went, I don't know how you did that. Yeah. And then she disappeared. But I was scared for her. Yeah. You've got a compulsion in your legs. I can't explain the feeling. It's like your legs. When you're scared of heights, you get that real shaky wobble in your legs. Mm. Do you know that weird mm. sort of adrenaline? And they, yeah. they say people with vertigo do jump mm. because they want it to be over mm. so quickly. Mm. So, yeah. Horrible. I don't like a balcony. So go on, this emotional support animal thing that your Dawn said. So Dawn worked for the British 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 Airways and she worked in the first class. Okay. So here we go. She was a um, cabin manager. Hello. Um, I don't know whether they're allowed on flights, you know. They, um, I never had any on any of my flights. had guide dogs on my flight and um, the dogs that are used to um, sort of detect if the owner's not very well... But never an emotional support dog, I'm afraid, so I can't answer your question. Although, a few of the times on a flight, I really feel like I could have done with an emotional support dog to support me dealing with some of the things that I had to deal with. Bye! Oh, She's teased us, though. She's teased us. I, she has told me a few things before about <laughs> dealing with difficult... What? customers the wealthier people uh yeah sometimes stars don't disturb famous yeah. peoples <laughs> and also um and i think a few medical emergencies which were quite scary as well which would let's not talk about those but you got any examples of diva behavior yeah you don't have to mention the person really don't mention the person okay well what the hell's that? next door having some pressure washing okay doing right it. Yeah. now sounds like he's drilling for oil yeah um I think it's just things like just being very sort of snappy, a uh, bit, what do you, what would you call it? Like deaverish with demands. Can I just say though? Go on. You are getting someone at the worst if they're traveling long haul or whatever. Well, I think as well, uh, maybe, well, they say don't they? In defense of people. Yeah. It, and also, oh, the thing is though, Scott, there's no need ever to be rude, is there? Yes. What? There's you plenty think you can be rude? No, well... I don't think there's ever a need no, to be rude. No, no. You can be... No, not service-wise. You, um, you can be... You can close off in terms of like, 
I'm not engaging in conversation. I don't want to talk about being famous or me. Mm. I don't want to give you a hug or a photograph. You can shut that shit down. But I don't. I don't think there's any need to be rude. I think the problem is, is because if you, you can give if off, you, you can give off signals to say I don't want to be bothered. If you're if you're massively famous, yeah. So every interaction in public, yeah. if you had to be on your guard and yeah. be, oh, thank you so much. This is amazing. Yeah. If you had to do that, it's exhausting. Yeah. So if you're just being yourself yeah. and you just want to get on a plane, yeah. They catch you at that moment. Yeah. I'm all, I'm always saying it as a defense. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure if you're rude, you're rude. But. Yeah. There's got to be a point where if it's relentless, you don't know. Maybe they were going, tell me about this. Tell me about that. I don't know. I don't think it was. I think it was just, it was literally just how they were. Do you know know who I think I am moment? Who? No. Do they say, do you know who I think? Do you know who I I am? Not, not, do you know who I think I am? Yeah. Do you know who I (laughs) I think I am? Do you know who I think I am? I think I... I think I should be in first class. I shouldn't be in the middle seat next to snoring Stevie here. Yeah. Uh, Do you know who I think I am? Yeah. No, I know who you are. That could be, you know, who do you think you are? That BBC programme. It could be a new one. Do you know who I think I am? When I go around places and just go, I'd like the table near the window. I'm afraid that's not, that's taken, sir. Do you know know who I I think think I I am? am? (laughs) I think, I think I am... Near the window. Yeah, I think I'm Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. I'm not, but, but that's yeah, who I think I am. That's who I think I am. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, do you know who I am? You could never use. No. It's a bad move, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you don't want to be saying that. But if you do get on a flight... Do you know who I am? Can I just say, though, having yeah. been on those long, longer yeah. flights, if you get there and they don't bump you and you are famous, I think you'd say it. If you were looking at no, economy, I don't think you can be bumped. You can't be bumped for being famous. You're either, up. yeah, you, you're either booking or you ain't booking. You're either booking first class or you ain't booking. You can't rely on being bumped just because you're famous. No, because then you'd be like, "Well, you're fucking famous. You should have booked it, mate." You booked it in economy. I'm not bumping you, prick. you. Yeah, I know what you mean. Come on, it's, I, I don't think you could expect that. I think it's very difficult. I think there's a lot of pressure to be, uh, particularly now when everything's yeah. filmed and on yeah. social media, yeah. you're caught out dead, yeah. and then it's quite easy to build up a pattern of yeah. someone's an arsehole. Yeah. Because you always say, say, because you're fine. Yeah. But then she did. And so yeah. she had some diva behavior. And it's a shame because I really like this person. Yeah. And you, like you said, I'm just hoping that we'll give her the benefit of the doubt and say... It was oh, it's a, a her then. Yeah. You, you yeah. bleeding crew. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bad day. Let's just say it was a bad day. Yeah. But, Do you have bad days, Gemma? Oh, yeah. Do you know when you time your bad days? Yeah. When you're talking to me? It's Probably. Interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I must admit, I... I would say, and uh, quite a few of my friends listen to this, so they might say differently. <laughs> but I think I am pretty consistent. What? In being False. friendly. No, in being friendly and yeah. uh, polite. I, I, even if I'm not feeling it. I think the people who really know me perhaps know when I'm at a low air. But if I'm, if I'm feeling like if my anxiety is bad or something, I'm a bit preoccupied. Yeah. I think people can tell. But I I hope it doesn't make me rude or... I don't think you've ever been rude. I think you've been rude to me. I think we've talked about this before in the between mm, us, yeah. is that you sometimes used to get walked over because she was so nice and so accommodating. But when you're with me, you find a streak that is no one else can tap into. So I think that's, that's one influence I've got, yeah. which is I bring out yeah. the pissed off person in yeah, you. Yeah. I make you <laughs> angry... 
an assertive. Should we talk about some of the reasons why that might be? Go on then. Right. So since Scott's got home uh, in less than 24 hours, as soon as he got home, the thing that really got your goat was when he'd gone to Dubai, Liv had said to me, and I don't think she'd purposely done it and waited. She had. Do you think so? Yeah. Um, She wanted to zhuzh up her bedroom. Okay. So her bedroom still had certain things in it that were quite reminiscent of her being little so she'd done lots of lego stuff with scott they'd built lots of harry potter stuff i mean you say it they we'd built memories is what we'd built. yeah you'd built memories together yeah. and she's very aware of that and she got it all in a, in a glass display cabinet yeah. and what i would say is a lot of sophia and olivia's possessions are things that scott would like for himself okay <laughs> so he channels his uh childhood uh, he relives it again through his own Can children. I just say, I'm like Michael Jackson without the nonsery. Yes. So he, um, <laughs> you know, he goes back to his roots. He loved Lego. Guys, should we have a slush puppy? And I have to say, even though we've got two girls, they do genuinely love doing Lego. It's not something that you've had to make them love. Um, I think they've really enjoyed doing the Lego with you over the years and, and will continue to do so. But that said, <laughs> Liv had said to me, I really want to get rid of my glass display cabinet. I don't really want my Harry Potter stuff anymore on display. I'm not feeling it. She's 13. I have to say, I'm with her on this one. Hogwarts and all that in a display You're cabinet. You're no resistance. I, I didn't, you cowed down straight away. I didn't away. put up any resistance at all. I was just I like, bet you were smashing it down with it not before she finished the sentence. No, I said to her, you know your dad's going to be upset about this. Did you say that? Yeah, I did. Oh. And she said, I know, but I've really enjoyed doing it with him but I want to get rid of it. I was like, right, fair enough. That's fine. So I said, but we're going to have to do this well because he will be on this like you would not believe. I said, this needs dismantling in a organized fashion. Each set needs to be in its own little box. So I went and bought boxes, especially for it. And um, we did it. We dismantled it, put it... We've not smashed it all apart. We just broke it up so that you could fit it into a box. You've broken memories. Yeah. And... um, move the cab she wanted it out immediately and i have to say i did put up a bit of resistance like i was like Liv, i've got to move this on my own it's really heavy oh, i really want to do it oh, i want to do it now and i was like oh for fuck's sake so i had to sort of hold the cabinet at the bottom bent back bent it's a big double glass cabinet scooting it's the worst it out. cabinet to have got rid of yeah and then i was like she loves giving us these problems and then she was about to shove her bed up to the wall and i was like no you can't just do that we need to ho- hoover dust where it's been because obviously we've not been behind there for a bit um so we had to do all that then she pushed her bed over and then she could move her bedside table up a bit and it did give her more carpet space so we hoovered we dusted um more carpet space to throw her fucking clothes on and also another thing was she'd gone through a phase last year of wanting to learn to play the guitar now scott again this was i was just like great if you want to do that let's encourage that fine scott was again living his desire to be in a band through his daughter he thought yes she's going to be the next arctic monkey arctic monkey yeah she's (laughs) she's going to be the next arctic monkey um she's going to be an amazing guitarist i always think let's let's see you know Let's I always see. think it's the role of a parent to seize so, upon so, an interest, sh- sh- seize upon an sh- interest sh- and saturate sh- it to the so point where paid, they become experts. We, we, we paid for a 12 guitar lessons. She really did enjoy them. But it got to a point where 
she wasn't doing any practice. Her heart wasn't in it. It just wasn't. She liked the idea of being able to play the guitar, but I'm a pianist. I, I went up to grade five as a kid and I know that to get yourself to progress, you have to practice and practice and practice. And in, if you don't want to do it, you ain't going to progress. And and the heart wasn't in it. And um, But Scott had a little sniff of some interest and he was like, I'm going to get her an electric guitar for Christmas. And I was like, brilliant. I was thinking something secondhand, probably just, you know, you can get a cool little amp and some, nope, get another full shebang. So he got the full shebang. I got one signed by Slash himself. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then of course she's lost interest. So she's, uh, she really doesn't play it anymore. And, and the thing was, not only did she have your acoustic guitar, there was my acoustic guitar in her bedroom, your acoustic guitar, the electric guitar. To be honest, her bedroom looked like a fucking guitar shop. It, there were guitars everywhere, stands everywhere. Her room was starting to feel crowded. What I've said to you, though, is we can hang that electric guitar on the wall. Yeah. It'll look so you're, cool. You're still not letting go of the fact that she doesn't practice and I, she doesn't I play. said to you... The reason why kids won't play instruments, if you put them in the loft, they're out the way, and they'll ne- and plinky plonky, you've got a t- you've got a, a, a keyboard down here, a no, piano, 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 and the kids play on it because it's here and it's accessible. But that's for me. That's my piano. But they still play on it and they're still interested. Yeah, in well, it. Sophia's having piano lessons because at the, the piano is in the room. Yeah, but she's. But no, the key to it is, is that she wants to do it. And I've told you already, Sophia is not practicing very much. And I ain't going to start cracking the whip. It has to, I, we'll agree to disagree on this one. And there'll be listeners. We definitely disagree. There'll be listeners out there. We're going to split the listeners down the middle here. If you know, I know we'll be splitting the listeners the, down the if middle. You're, if you're a parent, or even if you're not a parent and you were a kid, which is pretty much everyone. Well, it is everyone. Yeah. Um, then you I tell was me, born at the age of 32. Gemma's strategy is to try and organically see if the child would lead themselves, which is bollocks, because children are inherently lazy. My strategy is to find the interest, to support the interest, and to saturate it to the point no. where it either breaks their spirit <laughs> or they become experts. No. And that Your is strategy to is to guilt trip them until they feel, because you've used Whatever the word... You've used Whatever the word works. disappointed about eight times in the last 12 yeah, hours. And I will continue he to He went do to so. bed last night and he said to me, I am disappointed. I said, please don't say that to Olivia. Please do not put that pressure on her because she already feels fucking guilty about all of this. And that's because she has a conscience and she's an emotional child. I will not. She, feel, she knew you would feel hurt that she put the Lego away and that she didn't want the guitars. Now it's an issue that we've got a glass display cabinet with nothing in it. Well, we've got to put it somewhere and display something in it. And I'm like, no, we don't have to do that. Let's just sell it. I think we should put guilty (laughs) everything in in the kids' life. I think what we need to do... Guilty talismans. No, I think what we need to do, and you think I'm going to rip into you now, and I'm not. I think we need to be kind to Scott because this is about you. This is about... Can you do some sad music? This is about a little boy called Scott Bennett, okay, who felt pressure to do stuff growing up. Mm. And he is, he is um, tainted by this experience. And he doesn't know how to allow himself to be let off the hook, okay? Just 
be kind to yourself okay it doesn't it's not failure it's not not having a display cabinet with lego in is not failure and i'm just gonna say some of the words you said to me this morning because i bought you you've still not finished your little fiat that i bought you two years ago you've got lined up what was the other one we bought you ghostbusters you've got the ghostbusters car (laughs) have you ordered the shark have you ordered the jaws set yeah so he's got three lego sets on the go potentially and he went but where am i gonna put them and i went right listen listen it's okay it's okay to do lego and then break it up just it's the joy of making the thing and we can take a photograph of it yeah (laughs) should we photograph it and put them in a framing you shed that'd be nice wouldn't it (laughs) hey i'll tell you what i'll do your little certificate if you like (laughs) Scott Bennett completed the Ghostbuster car. That'd be nice, wouldn't it, eh? Can I just Should we do some take a picture with me holding it? Yeah, send let's it, do that. Send it to let's the Lego Club. Yeah, let's do that. Can I just say? Right, so then, so what we, this is all about you. I've got, I've got and a flip. And it's not about I've Liv. got a flip side to this though. Okay, let's hear it. When you watch the documentary about people like John McEnroe, or people like Taylor Swift, Mm. or people who have excelled and found their inner talent that we all have, their parents have been in absolutely critical in making that happen. No, let me finish. I've got something to say about this. Well, okay, you can speak your point afterwards. What they didn't do was, when their child gave up on the guitar, they didn't put it in the loft hoping that something might happen via osmosis. What they did is they put the guitar down and said, don't give up on it. This could be the moment. And they, they, there's a fine line between letting your child decide and driving them to success. The thing is, what I would say is there is a big difference between I think what you're talking about are prodigies, children who have a distinct talent in a certain area. They don't area. know they've got talent. No, but I think I think you're wrong there. I think they might not recognise it as being something exceptional, but as adults, we can see that it's exceptional. So we can see, like, for example, we've got a friend whose daughter is, I would say, exceptional at gymnastics. And from a very young age, not only was she physically very flexible, so she was blessed with genetics that made her. But they also no, 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 let encouraged me her. No, let me finish. And took her to clubs. No, let me finish. But that child didn't go under duress. She wanted to do it. She was enjoying it. The point that you're talking about is that that child has now been doing gymnastics for a long time and he's exceptional at it. She's got to the point where she's the same age as Liv, and you could come to a point where she might turn around and go, "Do you know what? Oh, I just got." I want to do what my mates are doing. I, I, I'm really tired and I don't want to get up and train on da 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 da. And I want to do this. And I want... That's the point where the parent plays a role, I think. It's where you say, look, you are exceptionally talented at this. I've got experience on my side. And I'm telling you now, I'm not going to make you do this, but I think you will really regret. And I want you to, to dig deep, continue, because I think you've got something really special here and I don't think you should chuck it away. That's, I think, where encouragement and wisdom kicks in. But you won't but not- making a child who is showing zero interest, she didn't even pick it up, Doc, zero interest in playing the guitar. And if I'm honest, not that much natural talent. Now, my brother taught himself and was amazing and still is amazing at playing the guitar. That is such a difference to somebody who 
shows very little aptitude and very little natural talent. But aptitude and natural talent can be... There's been footballers who've had no... I don't believe it. I don't believe that they weren't able... They did like... Some I, people I got... go to football on a Saturday morning and I'm watching kids who are between the ages of five and seven playing football and I can pick out the kids who are going to go on and either join a club um, who absolutely love it live and breathe it and want to do it and the, the the double positive is they've got a parent who supports it and encourages it so I'm not against parents being supportive and encouraging but I feel they've got to be met at some point with a child who enjoys it and wants to do it I think it is a pointless exercise making a child do something that you have to admit is something you want to do you want to be a guitarist in a band. Liv doesn't. <laughs> but the, you want to be on Lego. Uh, what's that program called? Lego Masters. You want to be on Lego Masters. Either the American or the UK version. Yeah, or Australian. You're not I bothered. I have a daydream about me and Liv being on it. I know. Well, she probably would go on it with no, you. No, she wouldn't. I think she would. Hmm. She would. But this is your dream. Is Whereas, like... If I had, I'm just trying to think of kids we know who've got like an, ex- like, okay, I'm going to say Harrison. I hope Sam and Phil don't mind me saying it, but he is brilliant at rugby. Phil can see, Phil doesn't have to make him go. He lives and breathes that game. But he was introduced to it when he was early. No, but, because, was young. but because he wanted to do it, Scott, he's got two. Initially, they don't know what no, they want, no, children. No, no, bullshit. They don't know what's out there. Bullshit. He's played it at school and he said, I really enjoy this. Mm. I really enjoy I, this. I think I, He's got two sons. One of them doesn't like rugby. One of them does. I think though, but what I'm thinking is she said she wants to go to dance and it doesn't matter whether she can do it or not. You can get there through hard work. Is she doing that? She is going to do that. And, and I'm for it because she wants to do it. She's going to do it. And that's brilliant. I'm telling you now though, I don't think she's going to end up on the stage and be you in strictly don't know. Com- No, I think I do, Scott. I'm sorry. I think, and I'm not putting her down. She's brilliant and she enjoys it. Hard work is underrated, mate. No, I, 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 I agree with you. Hard work gets you in lots of, but I don't think hard work can replace natural talent. Not I'm sorry. E- not everyone. Who- it's like being a hairdresser. You could do a two year hairdressing course, but you could still be a shit hairdresser because I believe with hairdressing, you have to have artistic flair. You have to have artistic flair and you cannot teach that all right then here's the other scenario i think sometimes like your kid might have a natural ability like sophia i think has got a natural comic ability she's got a natural stage she has we if we don't get her into a stage school or school early enough that boat will pass but and that potential won't be no but what i disagree with you is for you and this is very you it's all or nothing for you, what you're saying is, and this is funny how we laughed at me the other day saying that I can't just do an activity without thinking I can be in the Olympics. Yeah. For you, you're the same. They, they, they are going to be a child star at, on, on the West End. She can't just go to a theatre group and do well and do, and, and do well at that level. For you, she's got to be a childhood star. No. And that's bullshit. I don't think that's true. It's I not, think that's, that's not true of you. I'm saying she needs to reach her potential or be given the choice, chance to reach her but potential. But she's been given the chance to reach her potential. She will be given the chance if she wants to do it and then I will fully support it. 
she knows that there's opportunities to do that because we've talked about it. She knows that opportunity is there and probably she will do it at some point. Mm. She is still only seven. But to you, you're like, too late. It's already too late. I mean, that's nonsense. There will be there will be people out there whose parents have put them in from five and they're doing it and they will be forced to do it or pressured to do it. I am not in that camp. I'm sorry. I'm not in that camp. And good luck to those people. Well, the brilliant. Po- the point is at the moment. I want to try and reach a balance of a child being happy and motivated and supported by the parent. I don't want forced. I think children are inherently lazy. And and at the moment they are. at the moment they have they're occupied you by can't... screens and phones and you have to introduce the concept of other things. Well we've definitely we've definitely that. got an extra battle on our hands in this day and age where you are fighting tech. Absolutely agree with you, hundred percent agree with you. But I do think that we are managing to get a bit of a balance with our kids. Right, okay. Well the the other fact is there's a lonely electric guitar. Sitting in the loft. Well, that was the other thing. You spat your dummy out, didn't you? Right, we'll sell it. That's it. I'm going to sell it. And I was like, what harm does it do in keeping that electric guitar now? Because you don't know if Sophia might want to play it later on. You don't know if I want to play it. I might want to play that guitar. You'll forget it's even up in the loft. No, I won't forget that you've got this weird thing about... Things in the loft go to die. No, they don't go to die, Scott. They don't go to die. And I, I, I resent this kind of over-the-top, knee-jerk reaction from you. I just think you need to calm down. Calm down. Calm down. I had to tell you off last night. You did? You came back from Dubai, and I was so excited to see you, and you went off on one about all this stuff, and I'm just like, hi. You said, hello. You tried to get me on a flight. I was just like, this is this is not happening. Wind your neck in. Some of you, um, hopefully, will have heard last week's pod or the week before, where I talked about um, going to do indoor bowls, okay, with the coffee club girls. Um, also, really thrilled that I think it was Mags got in touch, Mags Williamson. Williamson, Williams. I'm sorry if I got your surname. It's wrong, Williamson. Max. You know, I, I you know I know who you are. Max. I know you know. I know who, I who you are. Um, and Mag said she was going to use it for her WI group. She's going to take them to indoor bowls and You're starting a bowling. Ah, oh, this mate. is brilliant. A so crown anyway, green cult. Gareth Morris, um, listener of the podcast, evidently. Um, I met Gareth when I was part of Lace Market Theatre Company. A brilliant little theatre in Nottingham. Gorgeous little theatre. And they do such brilliant productions all year round. So if you want to go to see them, support them. Support little theatres. Go. And um, he's also in BMTG, which is Beast and Musical Theatre Group. And um, he messaged me after listening. And he basically pissed on my chips. So he said, Hate to break it to you, Jem. But Crown Green Bowls is not an Olympic event, nor are darts or snooker. I would suggest the women's freestyle wrestling if you're after a medal. Hear me out. 96 women competed in Tokyo. They were split into six weight divisions. So that reduces your competition to, competition to just 16 women. And they don't have a third place fight. So both losing semi-finalists got a bronze. That means 24 out of 96 women got a medal. That's 25% QED. The next one is only in Paris. You wouldn't even need a sponsor. When? 
Uh, when's the Paris Olympics? It's every four years, isn't it? Hang on a minute. 2012, 2016, 2020, 2024. Next year. So, Gareth... <laughs> you looked at me then. In your eyes, he just you said, think this is achievable. He said the maths don't lie. And he's right. The maths don't lie, Gareth. So, what is the sport? So, um, he's saying I should go for women's freestyle wrestling. Gareth, you're on to something here, love. I think you've got I good might, arms for that. I, I have got also grit. Right, when I used to fight my brother, I didn't give in. Fight. In fact, I used to provoke. Brother. I used to slap him around the face to say, come on, <laughs> I want a rook. And he'd be, like, he'd be like, Jem, I don't want to fight today. And I'd be like, eat his dinner. You, you come would, on. You would tease him into a rook. I just wanted to fight. And then I bet you grasped on him, didn't you? <laughs> Did you cry off at the end? Yeah. You absolutely, yeah. yeah. So I was one of those annoying bastards. Um, so, yeah, um... This sounds great. So I would just like to say thank you, Gareth, for this. Thanks for doing the research. You've saved me a lot of time and a lot of effort. Um, so I'm on it. I will research Women's- groups and uh, local wrestling teams and um, see if the coffee club girls would like to come with me just to sample it. Um, I'll order the uniforms and um, let's get cracking. You're going to be a wrestler? 2024. We've got a good year. I don't know when I might have to enter by. Anyway, sponsorship, we don't need it. It's going to happen. So um, thank you for that. Right. I can't wait. I, I think you, you, it's hard, is wrestling, you know. It, it, the proper wrestling. It's not I, like what I'm you watch not, on I'm telly. I'm not afraid of hard it's work. It's real, you know. I know it's real. I know it's You're going to have a woman sat on your head. Look, they don't hit, and I'm quite yeah, glad they, about that. They I don't mind slam crushing people or i don't mind crushing pushing crushing um, crushing pushing nudging kneeling uh bending trapping arms um but you aren't compression you know, you know any of that that's fine do you know what your special move could be yeah the neck shelf squash yeah well you get their yeah. hand in your neck shelf yeah i'll and you, do that you grip it, yeah yeah until they can't yeah. move their fingers yeah. what would your special move be it would be a... I don't think you have special moves. I think wrestling is the sport of wrestling. What about the superplex? The superplex. Suplex. Suplex. Yeah, I'll do the triple suplex. Triple? Yeah. hi Down. Yeah. <laughs> so when you used to provoke your brother... I can't wait brother, to do this. Did you There's actually... no more to that story. That's it. No. Yeah. That's it. Slap. It's done. Did you, did you use... Did you it was hit very to placid. faces? It was very placid and I just needed to annoy somebody sometimes did you get him in a headlock no no headlocks just a bit of a fight can't even remember it really it's a vague memory you're awful <laughs> but yeah wrestling the way forward um wow so thanks for that wow so you're Gareth. gonna you're gonna do it then wrestling it's nice to know it's always comforting to know when people listen to the pod that they are really taking it all on board yeah they're taking and they really care about my future in olympic sports can i say one of the i couldn't do wrestling do you know why Mm. the worst thing at school that used to happen is when someone would shout all pile on i hate that I hated Maybe pylon. I won't be good at that then. But that was probably the why... The fear of having children squash the life yeah, out of you. Yeah. That was a palpable... Yeah, that's do, horrible. Do you know school sometimes? It's horrible. I look at Liv and I think, I don't. I hope your experience wasn't like... Because sometimes at school, there were it was like borstal. School can be hell. School was brutal. I remember, I genuinely have remembers of, of a kid called... Remembers? Stu- remembers. I have a remembers of a lad called Stuart Creswell. I don't know if he's still out there. Yeah. That's his real name. What does he mean? No. But I remember once there was a vendetta, and I distinctly remember there was a mass all pile on, 
on Stuart Creswell. That's horrible. So Did it, you partake? No, I didn't do it. There were some of those. Do you know, you know which ones I hated? The ones that jumped on at the end. Twat. They were the twat. On top of the pile. Idiots. But they just, he was in the field, the playing field. It was a game of football that was going a bit awry. Horrible. And then someone went, oh, pile on. And they jumped on him. Aww. And then, but the thing is, it's not a good Did game. He die? And, no, he didn't die. He actually crawled out of the pylon you know and I'd ran have away. I'd have, I'd have fucking ripped the nudges off. It's a stupid system because the first person to do pylon mm. is just in the worst position as the pylonder. The pyloner? Yeah. The pylee. The pylonee? Yeah. The pyloner. But it was all pylon. Well, second on isn't going to be in a very good shape, is it? And I remember some of the. Some of it, it was quite brutal school. Oh, yeah. It was a scary environment. Hideous, hideous. And I always had that, I, I had a feeling when someone would say to you, he's going to smack you mm. after school. I mean, the, this never happened to me. I was head girl. I only had it once. Yeah. And the fear. Mm. Horrible. It's like you've this been given the thing. a, it's I, like you've been given a death sentence. I really have appreciation for people who don't enjoy school because I loved school and I know mm. that's so, that's such a great position to be in. Because not everybody does. I no. loved sports day. I was quite lucky Some with people school. hated sports day. Some people hated, hated school. Hated PE. I loved PE. But how lucky are you if you do love it? Live hates if you P hate it, Liv it's hates shit. Liv hates PE. Yeah. Every week you have to go through the same old shit. Oh, it's awful. It's yeah. awful. It, it is akin to prison. You have to do it. You mm, have to go. Mm. That's it's, awful. It's a weird one in school, but she's she's a, a floater though, is Liv, isn't she? Okay. She sort of drifts like she's not like it was all about the cliques when you were at school. Mm. So like they're now called the popular kids. Yeah. So it sounds like they're popular, but actually what it means is they're just notorious. Yeah, I think because I I think you go like you have the popular kids, you mm. have the goths, you have the. Um, Sporty kids, mm. you have the weirdos, you have the nerds. They still have emos, I think. Emos. I, do you know what I did? I floated between. I was like the guy yeah. who was like, I could have a, I could have a calypso pop with the nerds, and then you know, bully someone mercilessly with the jocks. Oh, I, I think yeah. there was a. I didn't do that, but no. I could fill. I could switch you between. You were a chameleon. I was a chameleon. Yeah. Now you were a chameleon. You were a school kid chameleon. I was a chameleon. Now he's Liv a chameleon. No, I think Liv just keeps her head down. She does? Yeah. She's the one that was she on Big just Brother. She keeps her head who down. Who and that's to... not a bad strategy. I'm no. all for keeping your head down, actually. I, I think chameleon's the strongest move, though, because I think it allows you to, basically, you, you facilitate between everyone. Yeah. So if any did kick off at any point, You've got it covered. You've got a psychopath in your corner. You've got it covered. Your brother was a bit of a chameleon. Yes. He used humour. Humour was his... You're probably the same. Yeah. Um, he used humour as his defence mechanism. That never really came online, my humour, till I was about 15. Oh, my brothers did. I think he was really funny. And then I thought, oh, this is something I can use. Yeah, yeah. And that's funny, been the pattern it? of my whole life. Parents love wiping out the fact that you were around. They love getting rid of dumping stuff. At least I aren't like that. I aren't like that. I I am not like that. Yeah. I hang on. Yeah. I hoard. Yeah. My dad was a nightmare. He'd just sling. He doesn't know. No, but he slung the stuff that was worth something. Oh, get over it. Let it go. When you die, where's it going to go? 
I'm taking it with me. Fucking landfill, mate. I'm, I sworn again. I'm so sorry. I tell you what I'm having when in my coffin. Please tell I'm me. I'm being buried with some Harry Potter Lego. I'm chucking I'm it all a, in. I'm going to have that guitar on my body like a, like a rock star. I'm chucking star, it all like in. Like Cobain. I'm going to have a guitar. I'll like be like, Excalibur. hang on a minute. I've got a load of shit to go in there with him. <laughs> Imagine that. An open I coffin. I know. I'll be just like, boop, 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 You'll be like you're down boop. the tip. You know, Reversing up to the crematorium. The I was like, "Come on, boys, keep coming." Yeah, yeah. Can you can you put all this in with that? Because I'm I'm not even joking. Open his mouth. Put some stuff this in shit, there. Get some shit Lego in, in here. there. But even the charity shops won't take. Um, flip him over. Stick that uh, label maker up his ass, will you? <laughs> St- stick that fucking Lego rocket up his ass. <laughs> um, just keep filling the coffin, oh, guys. Well, you have to sit on it like an overstuffed suitcase to shut it. I'm not even. That joking. is a really good. You would do that if I had an open <laughs> coffin. You would fill it with all the stuff you wanted to get rid of. It won't be big enough. We'd have to bury you in a skip. It's just skip too number much seven. Shut shit. Shut shit. Shit. Shut shit. Shut shit. Shut. shut, shut, shut. You cleaned the garage, didn't <gasps> you? You redid the garage. Yeah. You were very proud of it, weren't you? Have you had a look? Sado. I've had a look in there. I've got to fill it with stuff. Look at you drinking that water and looking well, at it. Well, it's just so you don't tip it over. Clever girl. Uh, yeah, you did it, didn't you? Yeah. Did you do one of your Gemma little moves where you went out there initially, you stood in the doorway of the garage, the wooden garage. You know you were I watching me on you the ring doorbell. I was watching on that ring doorbell <laughs> in Dubai whilst having a glass of wine round the pool, oh. watching you sweat it out. It was hot. No, I was watching you because I bet you went up there first and you opened the door and, you, and part of you went, Oh, and then you started, you moved one thing. Just couldn't be honest. 20 minutes later, it's all on the dry. It's all laid out. But you didn't throw anything. You've said, mm. have you? No, I haven't. You've reorganized. Yeah. It was just a mess. Such a mess. How long did it take you? 40 minutes. Not long. <clears throat> it's not long. No, did I'm you very feel quick. Afterwards, did you feel a sense of euphoria? I felt cathartic. Cathartic. And it was a cathartic act and it felt good. Purged. I felt purged, replenished, renewed, smug and slightly euphoric. It's my idea, you know, instead of spa days, practical things. So you go into a garage, you tidy it. Well, and then they go at the end. How do you feel? I've dis- like a new person. I've discussed the loft with many people. I've said, look, guys, we've got to go up there to put away the stuff listen, that Olivia doesn't want. I was want. like, look, guys, and I, how do we tackle this loft? I'm because stressed about it. It is so rammed, and it's too hot. And I spoke to Coffee Club, and that was their first thing. They were like, Jem, Jem, do you really want to be going into the hottest part of your house yeah. to clear it out during these summer months? It's a mistake. And I said, thank you, Claire Green, for saying that because we don't you're do right. It, it, it's too hot to go up we there. We don't want to do it in the winter. No, but you need to go in the mid, 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 mid zone. September, loft clearance. Yeah. It's a spring loft. or autumn activity. <laughs> and she was right. And it kind of let me off the hook a bit. Another friend I spoke to, Jem, this is what lofts are for. It's not on display. They're enabling. Just fucking ram it up there. Nobody's looking. Who cares? And I was like, gosh. There is actually, you're right. That That's true it's, also. Do you know what that is though? It's shame. You're living under shame. Well, we know what's there and it's... You are living under shame. It is annoying. And it's spilling into the house. I think we're at the point now, and I bet there's other people listening out here, we're bursting. 
it's it is getting it's, to that point now here's, scary right, here's a strategy and it keeps coming here's a strategy here's a strategy and if you've got the brass cojones to do this can you what's the word i'm trying to look for if you've got the if you've got the ah uh, what is bollocks. it bollocks yeah if you've got the bollocks to <laughs> hold your nerve that's what i want to say hold your nerve yeah where you go up you get two bags of stuff every day and you bring it down and sort it and do what you need to do with it and eventually after a month you're going to see an impact but you've got to hold your nerve because you're going to go up there and you're going to think, I need to clear it all immediately. No, don't overwhelm yourself. There's nowhere to go with this if you want to. Because my idea initially was, let's empty the loft. Let's get a stream of people, kind of like a um, a conveyor belt, if you will, a human conveyor belt from loft to garden. And we get all that stuff out on the garden. We know it's not going to rain for a couple of days and we sort it. Do you know what your strategy is? Do you know when there's like been an earthquake yeah. and they stand and they pass a bucket back? Absolutely. That's your strategy yeah. for getting rid of yeah. the loft. Yeah, But the problem with that is it's overwhelming and I don't think we are capable of doing it. It's do you know, too much. Do you know the other problem? It's too much. Can I tell you much. the other problem is? Yeah. I can't throw things. Oh, I can. I, I need to disconnect myself from the moment because... Uh, what I would like, you know what I dream of, and it, it excites me to the point of minor arousal, is <laughs> an empty loft. Can you imagine that place empty? Oh, that's a good thought. Can you imagine it empty? Yeah. What would you do, though? Would you, would you actually and I would throw then, it all away? No, I would then methodically put back in beautiful boxes... And I'd have an area that's Christmas, an area that's Easter, an area that is... You've got this imagined in your oh, head. I, I can't wait. An area that is um, Halloween. So right. they're, they're your majors, all right? They're your major areas of concern. Then I would have an area of very, very organized clothes. So winter clothing, which you that's then swap not, with summer clothing. But the point is, Gemma, this isn't the problem. You've got an area then of shit and the shit area takes over the others no because i'm getting rid of the shit no there's not in a category yeah oh scott if you just allow me to just get rid oh it could be so good up there it could be so good i can't wait to do it well are there companies that you can pay to come and empty it that is not you know what we need we need a stacy solomon no no that that i want it putting in the hanger no and we sort it and then you put back only the essentials. If those people invite people like that need to have a look at their lives. That you can't control your own mess. But we're I not messy is... in any other aspect of our lives. It's just that I, loft. I think it's spilling out at the moment. I think we are you, drowning. You almost can't move when you enter the loft. Oh, we've got to go up there. I know. But that's what I mean. Just bring down a couple of bags, sort them. You go up again the next day. A no. couple of bags, sort them. Slowly but surely, you can edge your way in. Couple of bags, sort them, bring it down. Bring it, sorry, other way around. Bring it down, sort them. That's the strategy I think that will work. Well, it needs to be done, darling. So, what are you doing this week, Gemma? What you got on the plans? I'm working a lot this week. Same yeah. as every week. How no, about you? Nothing. No, no uh, extra things. 
you've got to mention before we go, you've gone up in the netball league. Yes. So we. This is getting serious now, isn't it? We won the season last season. So now we go up to the first league. And what we will probably do is spend this season losing every game. Do you think you've stepped out? Do you think you've. This is what happens. We spoke to a team um, because we played a couple of the teams who are in League One. Uh, they're good what makes them different um, they're just a bit more serious a bit more organised I spoke to a team that had come down been demoted and they were like oh so good to be back in Division 2 we've just spent the whole last season being beaten and I was like oh that's going to be us now so it's going to be a challenge and you know we're up for it so it, let's do it it's better to the be at a bottom of a ladder you want to be climb. on than the, the, top the top of, of a ladder, ladder you, you don't, don't want to, to be, be on. climbing on. Yeah, the... exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it'll be good. It's, a, it's still, it's still, what do you call it? Not amateur. It's still, you know, just for fun. Just for fun. Just a bit of fun. Yeah, it's not like a national league or anything like that. Mm. So, no, yeah, but it's good. It's good. You're doing, it's all good. You're doing very yeah. well. Um, yeah, and I think, yeah. How about you? What have you got, Just Paul? got gigs, baby. Gigs, 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 gigs. Doing a work in progress in Brighton on the 4th of July. This will have, will this be out before then or after then? I don't before know. Before then. Before then? Yeah. yeah come down. There's, there's some tickets left for that. Um, I'm going to be doing gigs all week. You're jiggling a lot. Sorry. What's Stop jiggling. Need a wee again. What's wrong with your bladder? It's because I, well, because it's so hot, I've been drinking loads of water. And I've also noticed you've rocked up like Wilma Flynn. Flintstone. I know. Flintstone. 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 Yeah. You're like, Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. Set opposite Barney Rubble here. Family from the uh, town of Bedrock. Anyway, I'm going to announce... It's a page made out of history. I'm going to announce in more tour dates. Do, 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 do. <laughs> on the 30th of June, have so get yabba, on them. Do, tam, yabba, do, tam. We'll have a good old time. Thank you so much for supporting whoa, the podcast. Whoa. <laughs> Thank you so much for supporting the podcast, um, Gemma. George of the Jungle. Yeah. Um, thank you so thank much. Thank you for listening, everyone. Yeah, have a great week, whatever you're doing. Yes. And we will see you again very soon. See you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Tune in, it's Sunday morning